Hi, I'm Ryan LaPlante, and I'm one of the crazy founders of Dumb Dumbs and Dice, the production company that's made the video you're watching or the podcast you're listening to right now. Now, we're clearly busy. We're producing five weekly podcasts, a sixth event podcast, video event one-shots, and an additional video D&D campaign. But we want to take this time to invite you to become a part of our company and a part of our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumbdumbdice. You can get access to our Discord, access to exclusive DM and character chats. You can get the chance to name characters in our shows and vote on the way their stories will progress. You can even become a recurring NPC and hear yourself interacting with our characters each week through the voice of Tom. You can become a patron for as little as $1, and there's great value for you at even that level. So please, join the Dum Dums and Dice family and help us make even more content in a way that you are guaranteed to love. That's patreon.com slash dumdumdice. D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E. So let's do something dumb together, and thanks for being part of our stories. I am Executron, god of merchandising, and I came into existence because Dum Dums and Dice has its own merchandise. That's a god pot, get it? Dice? Merchandise? Anyways, you can get t-shirts, hoodies, spiral notebooks, clocks, wall art, throw pillows, bags, and even stickers emblazoned with your favorite Dum Dums and Dice characters and their catchphrases. Go to redbubble.com slash people slash Dum Dum Dice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. One more time for the mortals in the back, redbubble.com slash people slash Dum Dum Dice. Get your merchandise dice today. Welcome back, Initiates, to the Mythos Mysteries, a live play Pulp Cthulhu podcast where improvisers and comedians venture into dangers beyond their wildest imaginings. I am H.P. Helmfirth, your host on this journey into darkness. Having survived the Helmfirth Massacre, the Mystery Punchers are searching for someone to replace Tallahassee Jackson. Red wanted to sneak past some guards, but she and Adrian failed miserably. Richter was excited to improvise, and when the gang couldn't talk their way in, Tallahassee's wife Tanya fried both guards with a new and terrifying form of technology. So venture forth with us, dear friends, into the mythos. So, Red, you've always heard the term look for the silver lining, and you've always thought it's kind of stupid, because if something truly bad is happening, finding the silver lining will not help you. And so some people would say, well, congratulations, Red, you managed to get inside Tanya Tate's house. That's good. (laughs) But... You're doing so at massive electrocannon point, and she just turned two men to ash. Maybe not so good. So no silver linings for Red as her long day continues, and uh, the three of you are marched into the house. Um, as soon as you enter, uh, the door closes behind you, and you hear the locks automatically turn, um, and you you kind of quickly glance over your shoulder, Red, to see all of them, like, the gears and things moving them to, to lock and suddenly the, the locking mechanism becomes much clearer. Um, and, uh, when you hear the door close, it's with a, a heavy metallic thump, uh, like a vault door. 
Um, the house is uh, almost barren. Um, things have been packed up into boxes, um, but it's not like sort of standard moving boxes. They almost seem to be crates um, that uh, have been kind of rapidly packed. Um, and uh, as Tanya kind of marches the three of you forward, uh, she just says, I'm so sorry about the mess. I really wasn't expecting visitors today. After all, I'm in grieving. Um, and then she uh, kind of like gestures down the, the stairs into the basement. Yes, we're all so sad for your loss. Are, are Adrian and I at all charmed by this woman, or is are we like aware of how grave the situation is right now? Uh, you're pretty aware of how grave the situation is okay. right now. Okay. I mean, you can understand that, you know, she's probably a woman that's been pushed to extremes because, you know, he was the man for the job. But this doesn't, whatever effect the worm is having is not, this doesn't seem to, it doesn't, this doesn't seem to be covered by it, which is... Okay, because cool. Adrian is visibly terrified. Yeah, and a backpack lightning gun um, smacks of Reinheimer's influence, mm-hmm. so Richter is also uh, quite uh, quite concerned. Cool. Um, so you, um, Richter, can you roll me a spot hidden check then, please? That's a high roll. Uh, I will spend uh, seven luck to make it a success. Okay. Sorry, my brain was in D&D land. I was like, oh, good, he's going to roll again. <laughs> That's not how this works. <laughs> um, you notice um, a stylized letter A uh, seems to be stamped on the sides of these uh, these crates. Is it, there any um, uh, design signature on um, her weapon? Not that you can see. And also, you you can see the crates because they're in your periphery as you're being marched forward. But this really is like she's got the cannon on you from behind and she's like marching you forward. So you can't really look back at her. Got it. Um, it's definitely like an eyes front keep walking kind of deal. Um, but the crates you catch just kind of out of the, the, the corner of your eye. And yeah, think um, um, a, a very kind of sharp letter A um, in a very kind of... Uh, classic uh, Greek alphabet kind of fashion uh, that's been stenciled on. Um, and the sort of, so you've got the, the letter A almost in like a, a Garamond style font. So like a little, a uh, little rough at the edges, um, but um, kind of classy. And then sort of the cross line of the A through it is um, uh, sort of a gently um, curving line. So think almost like a horizon, um, horizon line. Of course, slightly cruder than that because it's been stenciled, but that's the uh, yeah the vibe you get. Um, Is that familiar at all to Richter? That that logo or design? Um, it sparks something vague in your mind, but n- weirdly, nothing for you. Like usually, if there's something that's related to some kind of weird mythos thing, your brain can make the leap. Yeah. This doesn't seem to be the case. You're you're not quite sure what what this relates to. So I don't think this relates to a cult of any kind either. Not that you're aware of, not of the ones you've seen, because it's not—it's right, okay. not an icon you've seen in any okay. of your research. Okay. Um, Red, uh, can you roll me a history check, please? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> there's no point. <laughs> oh no, 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 no! Massive fail. No making this up. Cool. Uh, you lose fifty cent. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Don't uh, do that to you, me. Um, it is familiar to you, Red, but you can't place it. Okay. You've definitely seen it somewhere before. 
Um, so the three of you are kind of frog marched down, uh, down the stairs into the basement. Um, the basement is much larger than it seems from um, kind of the size of the house. Um, it is a poured concrete floor um, and then sort of like uh, there seems to be almost reinforced metal uh, on all the walls and you can see um, heavy sort of insulated tubing and wires kind of running everywhere. There's a, a massive table set up um, with uh, a bunch of kind of um, gimbaled arms with, you know, like jewelers, magnifying glasses, tools, that sort of thing. Um, there's like an emergency eye wash station that's been set up. It's the 30s, so it's like a bucket, but it has eyes painted on it or some shit. I don't know how science works now. Hell if I know what it was in the 30s. Um, and then uh, kind of perhaps most notably, there is a massive um, sort of uh, alcove um, at the sort of north end of the room um, that uh, is very much like a, like a Borg chamber from um, Star Trek. So like kind of a circular mat on the ground um, and then kind of like a little uh, alcove type space. Um, with a bunch of wires hanging down, um, definitely human-sized. Um, and uh, you can actually see there's two kind of footprint indentations, um, bare footprint indentations. Um, and kind of tracking your eyes past that, uh, you can see a big, 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 um, massive metal crate uh, that seems to be on, on wheels. Where did you put Sorry, I was just going to say, like, bigger than we are, like... Um, no, it's a, it's a square crate. So, um, it's probably about, um, three feet high. Okay. Uh, and seemingly about three feet deep. Okay. Uh, still with my back, you know, we're walking down we're, and I'm not looking back at her, but I'm just like, uh, is the crate where you kept your golem husband, Tanya? Golem. Adorable. Um, and, uh, she kind of lines the three of you up against the wall and she says, um, so to be clear, um, two of you are a considerable investment and one of you is a meddler who put a real dent in my garage door. So pray tell, why in the name of all living fuck should I keep you clowns alive? Please don't kill me. I'm fine with going to sleep, but I, the, the people up front got killed. Yes, they did. I, I don't want you to kill me, and I don't want you to kill any of us. Red is a very nice person, and she's very sorry about what she did to your garage. Right, Red? <laughs> is that true? Are you very sorry for what you did to my garage? I'm just so very, very sorry about what I did to your garage. You see her kind of turn some, some knobs on the, uh, the cannon, um... And she just kind of like nods at you and kind of like a, yeah, of course. Um, and then she fires and a thin, thin blue line emits from the end of this cannon with a crackle. Um, and Red, you feel a searing pain in your hand. Uh, and as you look down, um, your left pinky finger has been atomized and falls away to ash. Holy Adrian charges her. I think there's just, there's no way he wouldn't. Adrian's just knife out going at gun lady. Um, all right, Adrian, I need you to roll. Jesus. Uh, let's say a, um, I'm trying to see if there's like, <laughs> there's no bull rush skill. And that's what I really want. 
Um, it's definitely not climb. Um, <laughs> oh my god. We will take this as, I guess, a jump check. Because it's you literally just springing directly forward. Yeah, it's either that or we do brawl. I don't know what you want to do. I'm a free. No, it's got to be a, once you get there, it can be a brawl. But cool. um, this is, can you close the distance? Because mm. in theory, what we're really getting at is, does your sudden burst of action, having just kind of kowtowed and, and been terrified, surprise her enough that she doesn't just rake this thing across red yeah, into you? Yeah, that makes sense. Cool. Uh, and I will expend one luck point so that I have a hard success. Oh, damn. Yes. Well done. Um, all right. So um, as you rush, Adrian, you hear her say something to the effect of like, sarcasm doesn't become you. Um, and you realize kind of subconsciously that she's so busy working these precision knobs to make a point that her some of her attention is definitely on trying to do this weird precision strike. Um, piece. So you're able to leap at her. Go ahead and roll me a brawl check, please. And I'll give you advantage on this because you um, got a hard success on your, your jump check. What is it? Oh, interesting fact. I don't even need the advantage. I have an extreme success on the first die. Okay. Well, I'll just take my advantage and go home. <laughs> Thanks, Ryan. Happy birthday. <laughs> kept the fucking receipt. Amazon returns are easy, right? Just have to inconvenience people and destroy the planet. All right, so you, um, um, yeah. What do you, what, what, are you, what are you trying to do? Is are you just trying to put her to sleep as fast as possible, or is this yeah. straight up murder? Is Adrian just like this is killing? Uh no, because he believes you. Well, he's using the knife, mm -hmm. so he would believe uh, he won't. He's trying to kill her, but he won't know unless she turns to ash if she's dead. I see. Okay, great. Um, so you dash up. Uh, I'm going to roll for her, but well, not surprising to know that the lady with the lightning gun is not <laughs> a tremendously good brawler. <laughs> yeah, the 96. She doesn't exactly uh, put up a great fight. Fumbles in response. You, you leap forward um, uh, just as she kind of like turns the gun down and as it does it bucks like this thing is is it's got kick to it um and i mean admittedly she's a tremendously good shot for only hitting the the pinky finger um but um all that uh all that science and all that book learning doesn't really stop a, a knife uh from coming up through your throat and into your jaw um so adrian you jump forward and just with like one full hand grab the side of her head and just ram the blade up uh, up and under. Um, and you see her eyes go wide in probably the most legitimate shock that you have ever seen, except for like one time a long time ago when you seem to remember like a different lady, but like some lady you, you really cared about who looked equally shocked. Um, but like, you don't know who that lady is anymore. You haven't seen her in a really long time. But, like, it's like you were catching a beam or something. She looked really surprised. <laughs> um, and uh, this lady looks that surprised. Um, and you can feel her move her jaw against the blade um, as she just kind of, like, opens her mouth uh, to say 
some pithy line. Um, but as soon as she opens her mouth, um, just kind of uh, incredibly dark, rich red jam starts just f- free flowing um, out of her mouth. And uh, you hear the gun begin to charge. Great. And then I think while I've got her there, I'll just say, I'll make sure that Matt Greaves becomes the mayor. Uh, and then I just want to take the knife out and put it through an eye. Like, I just want her <laughs> down. Down cool. and dead. Um, with a, a quick, vicious strike from the blade, uh, you think you hear her say, who? Um, and then the uh, the blade enters her eye. Uh, and as it um, sort of pierces through into her brain, um, one of the greatest scientific minds of a generation uh, falls quiet, um, and uh, the gun begins to tremble, the coils begin to heat, and you can actually feel the, the backpack begin to, to rumble um, as, uh, as she kind of stumbles backward uh, and falls into the case uh, which spills over, uh, and you see a the top half and the bottom half of uh, a naked Tallahassee jate um, roll out um, and sort of skitter across the floor. Um, but the backpack is now starting to to smell um, like, for lack of a better term, an electrical fire, and you can hear that like generator sound being. Like, I'm going to grab Richter. And run out of the basement and assume that Addie will follow. Yeah, I would like to grab the top half of TJ and follow after them because he's the man for the job. Okay, I need you to roll me then a... I mean, realistically, it's probably a sleight of hand, Ryan. I know that's not really Adrian's thing, but this is really like a... This thing's going to blow. They take off running. This isn't, like, just within arm's grasp. This is a, like, can you get to it and get out in time? Okay, yeah, you want sleight of hand? I think so. <laughs> it's a fail. It was, it was always going to be a fail, but who knew? <laughs> this is a chance. All right, bud, so devil's bargain for you. Uh, do you grab... It, it, he truly is the man for the job. Although, you know, Monty Greaves... It might be the man for the job. Uh, do you... I will say you are not compelled, uh, as you have been with the earworm, uh, now that you've got Monty Greaves floating around. Like, that guy sounds pretty cool. Um, so you're not compelled. The body is there. Do you grab it? Oh, if I'm not compelled, no. Because okay. then he'd want to follow Red out. Okay, great. Um, so you bring up the rear uh, and uh, charge with both of them. Um you come back up into the kitchen. Uh, there's the sliding door out to the backyard, and there's the front door. Where do you go? Uh, backyard. Okay. So you're yeah, just gonna sliding like, door. All right. So just, like, rush up, open the door, and run out? Yeah. Okay. So um, you rush up um, and start pulling on the door, um, and Red, to your horror, uh, you find it's, it seems to be sealed. Mm-hmm. Um, Richter, you recognize this as uh, almost a magnetic seal. Um, do I see a power source? Um, roll a spot hidden check, please. Ooh, that's um, that's an extreme success. Yay! 
All right, so you quickly follow the um, the wires and um, you uh, follow them through to the kitchen and you find uh, there's a toaster there. And for some reason, uh, even though the toaster is empty, the toaster button is locked down. Uh, I just want to hit the release button for like, make the toast pop up. Uh, so you flick it up, uh, toast pops up and you hear a as the um, uh, the seal breaks on the uh, the back door. And I'll just yell, try again. Oh, we're trying. All right. <laughs> uh, yep. Adrian yanks it open with all of his might. <laughs> Screaming, try again. Adrian, your classic catchphrase that you haven't Ooh. used since the first episode. Exactly. Um, he thought so, it was specifically for him. <laughs> yeah. So, Addy, you, uh, you, you, you pull the door open and um, the three of you dash out into the backyard. And in classic uh, kind of movie fashion, um, the uh, you hear... Almost um, like the uh, the sound of uh, an explosion underwater, just kind of one of those like, Poofs! and then um, the entire building goes up behind you and sends the three of you hurtling into the uh, the backyard. Um, you know, like Adrian bounces off a tree. Um, Richter like kind of just tumbles like a weird scarecrow blown over by the wind. Um, Red, you do like a, a hard shoulder roll, John McClane style, where like it gets the job done, but it's not fun for you. Um, <laughs> and uh, the three of you um, kind of look back um, to see a massive glowing blue ball of electricity expanding kind of rapidly outward. Uh, and Red, as you begin to like sort of like rapidly skitter back, like Richter and Adrian start pulling you. Um, and at the last minute, as you feel the, um, the sole of your shoe begin to sort of crackle and melt, uh, suddenly the blue orb impacts back inward um, to a small, um, like sort of a small floating orb. Um, and then it just dissipates in a crackle of um, electricity. All of you have like a, a bad shock. Uh, not so much that it hurts, just it's, drastically uncomfortable um hair standing up the whole deal um and uh then there is silence and a crater in front of you hey friends it's ryan but like regular ryan as himself talking about dumb dumbs and dice yes i'm one of the people behind this show obviously you're listening to the show you're loving this show somebody's doing great probably probably not me but like tom he does really good work tyler does really good work uh third person also does really good work. I don't know what show this is on, but the important thing is that you can support the show and join the show at patreon.com slash dice. That's right. That address that I totally just said, go there, join Dum Dums and Dice, support the show. It's going to be great. Oh uh, dear. Red, are, are you okay? I'm fine, honey. Th thank you for for helping me out like that. Uh, oh. I, I don't want to get killed, but I would rather get killed than you get hurt. None of this went the way that I needed it to. My ear hurts. Damn it! <laughs> Richter uh, is gonna go um, approach this crater. Mm-hmm. Me too. Cool. Um. Yeah, it just looks like everything inside has been atomized. Like there's a thin layer of ash that's just kind of falling through the air, similar to what you saw happen to the mobsters. Um, this is this is not anything you're you're accustomed to scientifically or otherwise, um, but it definitely looks like um, whatever she was using to power the weapon um, 
had to be used in bursts, not sustained. So when mm-hmm. she died and left it on, um, it blew. Uh, so it's atomized the the entire house um, and a, a decent amount of the yard as well because the the basement kind of extended outward. Um, but uh, all all evidence of of the house and its occupants has unfortunately been vaporized. Guys, I think I just killed a whole house. We need to leave and hide. Adrian is right. We should we should yeah. leave right now. No, we need to go. Get in the car. Come uh, on, Spanky. <laughs> uh, so you you gun Spanky's motor, um, and as you begin to kind of pull out in, into the uh, the street, um, a uh, uh, a woman um, comes out um, of her house in like her her nightgown, um, and uh, she just yells, "My lawn, my beautiful, beautiful lawn!" I don't give a shit about her. We're getting yeah. in the car. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and you you um, pull away, uh, leaving Sharon Boyce with a story she will tell the neighbors for some time. <laughs> Admittedly. They'll still want to talk about the house that got vaporized, but Sharon, Sharon has the story, the tale, the mystery, if you will, of the unexpected parking spot. Um, So you guys um, arrive uh, back at the motel and um, yeah, by now it's, it's kind of like, uh, you know, we'll say it's noon ish. Um, what do you talk about in the car on the way back? Or do you all just kind of sit in, in classic shocked, like <laughs> the house exploded silence? I mean, I think Red for, for a while she sits in house exploded silence because her plan, her whole plan had been go threaten, get plan to get worm out of head, move on. Um, and that literally just all went up in an atomized blast. So uh, I think for a while she's just sitting in the car, like tapping the dashboard relentlessly. Um, and then, yeah, I think at a certain point she she says, "Well, I guess we have to go meet this uh, Montgomery Graves. Then he's the next in line." Yeah, yeah we, we need to help him. As a man no, for the job, we are not going to help him we are going to interrogate him red am i gonna go to jail i killed somebody i only ever killed that ghost and that's not against the law but that was a nice lady but she shot you she's a bad lady but she's a bad lady i think i'm capable of this mental and moral (laughs) arithmetic am i a bad guy now you're a very good man who Potentially save my life. Now, do I wish things had gone differently? Yes. I Wait, did. You, no, Red, you can't wish to be dead. You told me that. You remember that one really sad night I had and you said, don't ever wish to be dead. And then I have it since because you told me. I do remember that, Addie. And, and I stick by my word. Now, I just, what I'm saying is I wish that we had had a little bit of a chance to talk to her because frankly, your ears still hurt. Yeah. Get that taken care of. And the only thing that I can think to do is talk to this Monty Greaves because if whatever fervor you're going through is passed to him, he's clearly involved. There's. 
Apparently this entire town is just conspiring to piss me off. Um, so you pull back up to the motel to kind of um, reload mentally and physically. Um, uh, Red, uh, your pinky finger um, has been uh, cauterized, obviously, by the blast. Um, but it is it is well and truly gone. Um, yeah. It's my good hand, too. Yep. Um, no longer will you be able to do, to do sort of future Dr. Evil impressions. It's going to be a real bummer. <laughs> How will you daintily sip tea when trying to make fun of people daintily sipping tea? That's my favorite thing. Truly. Um, so um, you arrive and um, uh, Devin kind of like knows better than to ask. Um, but he's kind of got some food ready um, and he's he's kind of taken over the apartment again or the uh, the motel again kind of like laid out all the stuff from the case he's also added he's basically going to kind of operate as your like base of operations guy so he's kind of set up all the information that you currently have um in sort of various things around the walls um but uh yeah things are <laughs> things are looking uh kind of bleak for the mystery punchers um adrian uh when things are looking bleak cake is truly the best option but when you can't get cake sometimes it's nice to have ice cream and you hear the tinkling bell of an ice cream truck no one else seems to be reacting to it but you definitely hear it oh man this is gonna be great i can introduce senior ice cream to ice cream uh and i just i get the lead and i'll put it on senior ice cream to go out and get ice cream because to what a brain sorry I was just, to a brain like Adrian's, ice cream for ice cream just makes a lot of sense. What are you talking about? I heard the tinkling of the ice cream man, so senior ice cream can eat ice cream. <laughs> get, uh, and I think Red is just going to order everyone to get down on the floor, because the last time we heard the ice cream thing, uh, an entire building got shot up. So... Yeah, it's down, rough, senior rough ice years. cream. Um, so the uh, ice cream uh, truck gets louder and louder and louder um and then it seems to stop right outside the motel room can we hear this as well yeah now you can all hear it uh, okay and then um you kind of hear the engine shut off and uh there's a, a knock on the door is there a people oh yeah totally okay i'm gonna look through the people uh, so uh, you see your old pal, um, Robert Lee Walker, hanging out uh, outside. He looks um, uh, frazzled, um, which is tough for an ice cream man because they always look so jaunty. Um, <laughs> but uh, he definitely, um, you can see kind of rings under his eyes. Um, for the first time since you've met him, he's got some, like, stubble. Um, and his, uh, his sort of perfectly white um, ice cream man garb is, is kind of wrinkled, worn, looks kind of... Almost like he's been in it for a couple days. Um, and um, he just, like, he still is, like, for all appearances, immaculately put together. So it's just, like, a quick tap on the door and then, uh, uh, Red, are you in there? It's me, Robert. Uh, Bobby Walkie to, uh, to, to, um, Mr. Diesel. Hi, Bobby. Oh, uh, hello, Mr. Diesel. <laughs> Good to hear from you. Um... Are you guys okay? I'm going to put the chain on the door, if there is a chain to be put on the door. And I'm going to open it a crack. Uh, and then she's just going to kind of poke her eye out and say, how can I be sure it's 
It's you. I've encountered a lot of weird shit in the last couple days. Holy shit. Ray, did you fucking put your face through a window? Actually, it was a garage. Yes, it was several things. I put my face through several things. Uh, shit. Okay. Um, listen, I don't know um, how you can tell it's me other than I only really swear around you and I gave you exploding bullets to kill assholes. Did you kill some assholes with exploding bullets? Ask what? him if he thinks Montgomery Greaves is the man for the job. It's the I'm only gonna... way we'll know to trust him. She's going to close the door, unhook it, and open it up and let him in. Do you think Montgomery Greaves is the man for the job? Oh, so you guys already heard, huh? No, we didn't uh, hear. Yeah, we can trust him. He's good. He's, he's one of the good ones. That was a great test scraper, Richard. Good Wait, call. What are they talking about with, with, with a test? I was I was just coming here to tell you, Red, uh, Montgomery Greaves is, he's been declared mayor. Fairweather split town, but I, I mean, I know you don't have any connection to Greaves, although these two guys must be pretty excited about that for some reason. Um, congrats, I guess. I don't know, the small town politics don't really make any sense to me. Um, but listen, that's that's not really what I'm here to tell you about. Um, look, you know how I warned you before about the, the mobsters, right? Indeed you did, and then they shot up Richter's store. Yeah, I was, I was glad you guys got out of that. I, I'm glad you heard my, my warning. Um, there wasn't much I could do. Uh, as you know, uh, I gotta I gotta stay neutral, otherwise the uh, the ice cream union comes down pretty hard on me. No, I um, appreciate I appreciate it. It gave us a a few seconds, so great. Okay, well, um, here's the thing, though. Uh, remember how I told you these guys were with Capone? Mm-hmm. They're not. They they split off. They're literally a splinter faction. Um, with Capone out of the way, they're making a move, and I don't know what it is, but Red. They said they're going to make uh, Donatello the new chief of police. This is their town now. Donatello. Also known as Splinter. Splinter. Oh! (laughs) I see. Um, They're going to make or he is? No, like it's getting announced later today. Montgomery Greaves, Fairweather split town as soon as he heard what happened to uh, Tallahassee, Jate, or... Man, that's a stupid name. I don't know what's going on with that. But yeah, after he died, um, Fairweather left town and uh, what can I say? The rest of the, 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 the city council just declared Montgomery Greaves the new mayor. He said no, but they, they cajoled him enough, said he was the man for the job. And, uh, you know, I don't know what the fuck that's supposed to mean, but he's he's the mayor now. And um, I feel a lot better about this whole thing, knowing that he's the mayor. Yeah. How well, elated are we to hear that? Uh, like super elated, like this is, but like relieved more than elated. Like it's, okay. it's, it's almost like you can breathe for the first time. Like, oh, thank God that this is happening. This is a hundred percent the right call. No need to worry about it. This sounds fantastic. Um, the Donatello thing could be concerning. Do we think the mayor will be able to take care of it? Like how far are we on that scale? Um, it seems to only relate to the mayor. This sounds terrible because you know that Red has bad blood with this guy. So this mm. is, this is definitely no good. So, uh, let me get this straight. Old mayor's gone. Incumbent mayor is gone. His wife is gone, and now... Wait, what happened to his wife? Oh, it's a long story. Happened a long time ago. We don't need to worry about it. Um, I killed her. All right, great. Okay, fair enough. Did you use exploding bullets? Were they good? I've been worried about the caliber size. 
And actually, you know what? We did kill a few folks uh, in Richter's store with oh. them. Pretty good. Okay. All right. Well, pretty, you give it a think. Good. Give it a noodle. If there's mm-hmm. anything you want me to change, always happy to make better munitions. Um, yeah. You know. Uh, Can you oh. make a gun that shoots blue lightning? Uh, <laughs> uh, that sounds like some kind of... Uh, Mystical nonsense. I mean, there have always been rumors amongst the Ice Cream Men's Union that um, such a weapon could exist. But, uh, you know, most of us, uh, most of us folks, us, uh, men, women, and people of the, the Ice Cream Union, we, uh, we tend to stick to uh, calibered firearms, the, the ones we understand. Of course. There's always rumors, though. Always of, rumors. Of course. You know what? Mystic, mystic nonsense rumors are going to spring up. That's just, that's just nature. Now, uh... Hey, back to the topic at hand. So you're saying that Greaves didn't want the job. Well, look, that's what folks are saying, but no one who doesn't want a job takes it that fast, you know what I mean? That's very true, and... Oh, because... I I think you're missing the point here. Greaves isn't a problem. I don't know why you're worried about that. Splinter is... He's put out word that you're responsible for the massacre. Why did you have your gang kill all those people? She didn't. I, I haven't seen my ga- <laughs> We killed most of them. We were there just to see TJ. He's going to be such a good mayor. They were actively attempting to kill us. I haven't seen them in... Actually, I don't know how long I've, it's, it's, it's been. It's been, a, it's been a while. Most of them were, were missing or captured by the time you fled Boston. Yeah. I haven't seen them since, uh, since I left Boston, and even then, most of them were gone. And I try not to say no-no words, but this is fucking bullshit. I mean, you're speaking some sense there, uh, Mr. Diesel. This is indeed fucking bullshit. Um, so Red, my you- gang has now become in league with the new police. Like, like, they're all dead, but they were fighting alongside the people who killed the mayor. No, look, uh, yeah, they killed the mayor, and then they started shooting people. It was only... Donatello Splinter and, and his his guys. Uh, there's some big guy who was with them, um, but it was it was his guys who were able to stop it. That's part of the reason everyone's so excited about them uh, them taking over um, as uh, as the police force. It's an unorthodox right. move, but I mean, it's 1932. There's no internet, and no one can stop them. So I was the big guy. That was me. Okay. Well, listen. I I trust you guys. I, I know you're all on the level. Although this this man for the job thing's pretty concerning. You've been putting up with this bullshit for long, Red. I have been putting up with this bullshit for long. Look, and he kind of leans in. He's like, I may just be a member of the Ice Cream Men's Union, but uh, as you know, um, sometimes uh, a loyal ice cream salesman who sells certain types of ballistic ice cream uh, gets injured by their own wares, uh, sold to the wrong person, held up for ice cream, that sort of thing. Um, Do these guys need a doctor? Because... I know someone. I mean, they're they're not exactly on the level, but they also won't turn you over to the uh, the new sheriff. You know, I actually right now I think that might be the best option that we have. I need someone to look at the. This is going to sound ridiculous, so bear with me here. But I need someone to look at their brains because there's something not going on up there. And it's the reason why so many people in this town are fighting so hard for this new ownership. My ear hurts. Uh, and I just start jamming a finger in my ear and dig it around. Uh, case in point. 
Okay, look, um, I got to keep my distance so the union doesn't come down on me. But I can, yeah. I, I can get you. I can get you to this guy, um, if if you want to go. Because uh, look, I've seen some weird shit since I got here. There was that rain. Mm-hmm. Smelled really bad. Um, mobsters shooting up a small town doesn't make any fucking sense to me. And honestly, uh, when I was watching the store to see if you guys got out, um, I think I saw someone with like a green lightning gun blow up some cars and some people. Was that a thing that happened? Yeah, yeah. As an ice cream man, is that yes. the sort of things you have you've ever seen before? Look, as I said, there's all sorts of crazy talk. I mean, look, after the war, the, the ice cream sales profession changed quite a bit. Um, there were, uh, you know, automated weapons. Uh, uh, everyone's still talking about these machine guns. Uh, the Tommy gun was a huge... I mean, uh, the Tommy cone, um, the Tommy ice cream cone was a big thing. Um, uh, but, uh, you know, we've heard, we've heard rumors, um, particularly, uh, you know, and he kind of leans in, he's like... Uh, I heard that um, there was a, a couple brands of German ice cream. Uh, no offense, sir. That uh, that were pretty powerful, potent stuff. Wouldn't be. Why yes. would I be offended by German ice cream? I, I'd... Lightning gun ice cream, Richter. Lightning gun ice cream. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, one moment, please. So, uh, just a moment for me to confer this thread here, uh, and I'll just like pull right aside. Okay. And ask uh, quietly. Red, how much do you trust this man? I trust him. Why? I would like to show him the gun that Reinheimer gave me. I see. I would like for him to attempt to explain exactly what is going on in this town. Uh, We can trust him. Strange weapons. We can trust him. I can't trust him as far as I can throw him, but I don't think I could throw him very... Well, that's a bad metaphor. We can trust him. That's a good okay. idea. Okay. Back on the other side of the room, Adrian is talking to Bobby, and he's like, so if one mayor goes away, they just pick a new mayor, and that mayor can be good. So if Splinter goes away, could we get, like, a new sheriff? Um, I mean... Look, I, again, I, I'm from the big city. I don't really want to be here. I don't really know how Helmforth politics work, but I got to assume, yeah. I mean, as I understand it, word on the street is that the uh, the current sheriff's pretty mad. Oh, he's still alive? Whoa. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the current sheriff, totally. He's just getting replaced. Sheriff Bart. Yes, yes, Sheriff Bart. Oh, you, you're back. Yes, yeah, so it turns out Sheriff Bart's still around and he's pissed off. Perhaps he could be an ally in all of this. I don't know how much you'd want to talk to us, but uh, perhaps, perhaps, yeah, the enemy I mean, of my enemies, my friend. Yeah, how yeah. could he not? I mean, he wants to stop gangsters and weird, nice people who sometimes just put strangers to sleep in the woods. Also, admittedly, <laughs> old man Richter, you do have a mutual friend in Herr Reinheimer. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was thinking we'd have to get circle back to that since lightning guns are becoming more and more common in this town. Mm. Um, I will. Uh, I'll take out the the box. I believe it was. I believe it was a box that he gave me, and mm-hmm. inside the box was the ray gun. Now, um, Robert, uh, we're going to show you something, and I need you to swear to me that you're not going to tell anyone about this. Um, Red, I swear on the 38 
that I first carved from a 42 several <laughs> years ago. Uh, I tooled it myself. It was my, my first and my, my favorite gun, um, ice cream. Um, unfortunately, it melted um, into uh, the harbor. Uh, that time I had to drive my ice cream truck into the harbor uh, to escape. I had my own little tea party. It was, uh, it was quite mm-hmm. unfortunate. Um, but I love that ice cream cone. Um, I like that ice cream cone an awful lot. And I swear on that ice cream cone that well, I, uh, appreciate I, I won't do, do you wrong. Well, then we're going to show you an ice cream cone. It's a ray gun. Uh, and he just <laughs> flips it open to show the ray gun. And uh, Robert Walker whistles through his teeth and he's like, that is a mighty fucking fine cone of ice. This episode of the Mythos Mysteries features the voices of Ryan LaPlante at the Ryan LaPlante on Twitter, Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, Claire Blackwood at Claire Blackwood on Twitter, and Keeper Tom McGee at McGeeTD on Twitter. This episode was edited by Ryan LaPlante, and the Mythos Mysteries show logo was created by Decapitated Marker at Decapitated Marker on Twitter. That's M-R-K-R. Our theme songs are Dark Alleys and Sentinel by Kai Engel, and our ads use the tracks No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar, J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R, and all of their music is available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com. Our Twitter and Instagram are Dum Dum Dice, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. We have merchandise available at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice. And most importantly, you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. All hail the mythos. Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christian Manicola, Long Long, The Half-Blind Prophet, James Quayar, DM Rob, Christopher Little, Joshua White, Olin Anderson, Sue One, Devin Boyce, George Dolby, One True Artistry, Anthony Griffin, and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumb dumb dice thanks to them and a little bit of thanks to you the fable and folly network where fiction producers flourish this is routine update log number six for dr edison tucker concerning my research into the town of jerusalem oregon and the existence of the supernatural paranormal mythological etc etc blah 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 anyway since arriving i've definitely encountered some stuff that could be classified under weird ass. I mean, where else does putting lamb's blood on people's doorways actually work as pest control? And nobody in town will talk to me about the picnic area near Lincoln's farm. Although, could be because everybody thinks I'm one of those monster hunting idiots. Which I'm not, okay? I am an experienced professional who takes my work extremely seriously, and I am going to prove this if it's the last thing I ever- Although, to be honest, I think the biggest mystery on my hands is how I'm going to survive living with Lucille Kensington, stuck-up extraordinaire. So, if you guys don't hear from me again, 
It wasn't something in the woods that got me. Probably. Where the Stars Fell. Available now wherever podcasts are found.